This episode is sponsored by Nero. Do you ever constantly feel like you're falling behind and can never catch up and the stress and anxiety are taking over? Are you used to being productive and efficient, but lately you've been feeling sluggish and unable to stay focused for more than a few minutes at a time? Looking for an alternate choice to cut back on those energy drinks and giant cups of coffee? Then we've got the choice for you. Try Neuro. Neuro is a brand of gum and mints used to energize, calm, and focus whenever you need it. Neuro was developed by former athletes training at the highest level who didn't want to take mysterious supplements or energy drinks when studying, training, or going out. Instead of something sugary and ineffective, they wanted to create clean, balanced energy that could be taken anywhere, anytime. With thoughtfully curated ingredients and endless lab testing, means that you can reach the right state of mind safely and consistently. Get that clean burst of energy and focused without the effects of coffee or energy drinks. It's a smart way to fuel body and mind. Stay in the zone, avoid the jitters, and crashing. Our listeners will get an automatic discount of up to 20% off on any gum or mint products using our link, tryneurogum.com slash potential. That's try. N-E-U-R-O gum dot com slash potential. Once again, that's trynerogum.com slash potential. Order now. Get that clean burst of energy and focus. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello, welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joined by my co-host and my fellow plumber, Chris Dewar. Today's episode reviewing the Super Mario Brothers movie. Woo-hoo! The 2023 computer animated adventure film based on Nintendo's Mario video game franchise. This is produced by Illumination, Universal Pictures, and Nintendo. It was directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelenic. For those of you, you know, coming to this review, this is the 2023, not the uh, the original one with John Leguizamo and Bob Haskins. No. Uh, we were excited to, to see this movie, and we're excited to talk about it today. Chris, give us a brief synopsis of the Super Mario Brothers movie. So this is almost like an origin story where we have our plumber brothers, Mario and Luigi, uh, these Italian-American plumbers in Brooklyn, and they are transported to this alternate fantasy world uh, where they are all of a sudden right smacked in the middle of this uh, war uh, for the Mushroom Kingdom between Princess Peach and King Bowser. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the trailer was really fun, and I think right away... What I got was what they were doing smartly was there was no way anyone wanted to listen to it's me audio for an hour and a half. You would kill yourself. It's too much. Uh, the high pitched, you know, annoying kind of noise. If you really think about the Mario games, he only talks so many times because most of the time you're running around playing. So I think when, when people yeah. heard Chris's Chris Pratt's voice, they were like, that is not like Mario. I'm like, did you want a Mario voice for this entire film? You have to remember now, this, this is a dialogue-led film with, yes, a plenty of action, and we're going to get into a lot of the uh, 
the gamer, uh, you know, love that this film is infused with. But I think it was a smart choice to be like, let's make them that they're proper from Brooklyn and they've never been to the Mushroom Kingdom. This is them, their first introduction. And they do a fun thing where, you know, usually in the games, the plot is Princess Peach is kidnapped by Bowser. And then you go on a journey to go rescue Princess Peach. Well, they flip that this time. And instead, you're going to rescue Luigi. So Luigi gets zapped to a whole different place. He's kind of stuck in the Bowser lands and Mario has to kind of go on this journey with Princess Peach and Toad to find Luigi. And I thought it was a smart way to be like, let's not do the same old, same old. But really, the plots of the games are very simple. So why would the movie be any different? This was not going to be a Godfather level plot of, Mm -hmm. you know, plenty of strings. And this is not the Sopranos, you know, with these. (laughs) Even though they're Italian. Yeah. And the thing is, I think they... They played so well into what makes the Mario games fun to play. There's plenty of Easter eggs and eye candy in this film. There's so much to look at, especially once they're actually in the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, one of my favorite sections was the the Donkey Kong Country kind of area. I mean, they kind of take what you love from those games and they heavily expand them. I mean, these are vast, vast lands. And even Bowser's area was really fun to see. Um, And I think they were like, there's been so many games in the last, you know, three, four decades. There's no way we can put all this into one 90 minute movie, but they did a lot. They did as much as they could with being like, we have to make it for the fans, but also this could be, you know, kids who've never, play to the Mario games yet, and they may be too young and still make it family friendly. I mean, this is kind of a cool thing for me to say, but my nephew Griffin, who's five years old, his first in theater movie experience of his life was this movie. Wow. So he'll always remember the first movie I saw in the theater was the Super Mario Brothers movie. Pretty cool, you know, and he has played Mario Kart and he he likes the Mario, you know, world. So I think for someone like me, who's about to turn 35 this year and has played a ton of Mario games, I mean, I sadly saw this in a showing with only one other person. I went, you know, noon on a Wednesday, so it wasn't like it was busy. But I can imagine a full family with a bunch of people watching this would just be in awe of, I think, Illumination and the directors. They really, they really respected the material here but had to find like a kind of basic plot to follow. You know, they couldn't get too complicated and they wanted to throw in as much as they could in one film. And I think they succeeded in that, uh, even with the simple plot. But the voice cast in this is pretty stellar. Yeah, and real quick, Illumination has done a great job. We've seen with these family-friendly films, but with like a little bit of edge, a little bit Mm -hmm. of fear. And this is kind of what we talked about on, you know, they don't have that, you know, in a lot of kids' films. So yeah, 100% agree. This film packed with Easter eggs as much as it could to the brim. Um, Whether you are a diehard Mario fan from the original one where he's chasing barrels from Donkey Kong and trying to save Princess to Mario Kart and, you know, Super Mario Galaxy. So there's a little bit of everything there. Yeah, honestly, you bring up a great point. The games, whether it's Donkey Kong or any of the Mario Brothers video games, there is not really a lot of dialogue heavy from any of the characters. Mario and Luigi probably speak the most, and that's about it. 
And even like Donkey Kong, there has not been a lot of material where he speaks, even in his own game. There was an anime mm-hmm. show, but that's about it. So I thought overall, I love the cast. Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, great. I was bummed that they didn't have more dialogue together because mm-hmm. they did a great job playing the brothers. Um, we get a lot of little uh, small roles here, like Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike, which is a nice little reference. Um, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy playing Princess Peach, great. I love that they went in the direction that Princess Peach is a badass, yeah. uh, especially during the uh, the Mario Karting sequence, uh, Rainbow Road. The biggest part of the trailer and the movie that I was excited for was Jack Black playing Bowser. Yeah, He really, since that trailer came out, he's been really leaning on the fun and really the Jack Blackness. He has done a great job um, doing animated roles since kung fu panda and whatnot so i really think like this was just a role that was perfect for him he, he gets a little bit of um you know his musical talents i won't spoil that for you uh, but there's some fun stuff there even seth rogan he does play at first i was like eh, but you know chris brought up to me he is kind of a bit of a uh, a stoner like real laid back kind of a full of himself kind of donkey kong s you know so that was great. I said the only one I, I felt they could have done better casting or just a different voice was Cranky Kong, who's kind of the mm-hmm. leader of the Kong nation and his uncle. So it was uh, or well, dad, his, his father, his father, his yeah. father, it's yeah. father. Yeah, it's Uncle Cranky. Sorry, his father in the movie. Um, sorry, we're nerds when it comes to that stuff. So, yeah, yeah but the casting was great. And Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. <laughs> it was you know, I was very surprised that I, I laughed so much in this film. It's very fun, fast paced, and it has a lot of heart too. There's a lot of great heart between, yeah, it's a really a story of the brothers and kind of finding your place or, you know, having the respect of your father, your parents, or, you know, so I thought there was a nice, like, especially the parallels between Donkey Kong and Mario. So yeah, I found myself really like, and just a lot of the times just sitting there in awe, like, oh my God, this is like, you know, 30 some years of video games right here on the big screen. This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, they they really play up like they want to be like the best plumbers in Brooklyn to like save Brooklyn. And of course, they're not the best yet. And even like their family kind of not doesn't look down on them, but it's like, you know, oh, you, you messed up again today. And yeah, Sebastian, uh, his character of Spike is obviously this kind of bully character is like you guys are never going to be anything so this whole film is like you know they're discovering they're the super mario brothers that they have these great powers and a lot of that is heart i mean obviously yes they get the power ups throughout the film and that was even a funny bit where like mario doesn't like to eat mushrooms like at dinner so when they're like you have to eat it to get the power he's like oh great mushrooms my favorite (laughs) And like has to keep eating it over and over again. Yeah. So they did a lot of the great humor with that. But yes, it did a lot of it is like, how do you how do you find your true hero, you know, self when you realistically don't have any powers and you're in this magical role where everyone does? I mean, obviously Bowser is very strong and menacing, has his fire, and he's got this whole army. And I mean, one of my favorite characters was Comic, played by Kevin Michael Richardson, uh, the Koopa Sorcerer, who's like, you know, his second in command. And then you got Donkey Kong, who's super strong, super fast. You know, it's like all these characters have these powers. Where do you find your true, you know, hero self? And a lot of it was the power of the brothers and the power of believing yourself, even if you don't have much strength left. So that message was beautiful throughout the film. And then it's overlaid with just so much fun and like, you know, a lot of like, yeah, like I said, eye candy. 
because some of the scenes it's like they're not gonna be able to, like slow down and show you like like even like one of the first scenes in Brooklyn they do kind of like the, the screen turns to almost like platform style as they're yeah. trying to get to their first big job and I love those moments I love yeah. seeing like how does Mario get to work and all of a sudden he's doing stuff that you do in the games and helping Luigi along the way I love in their commercial. There's a scene where they had this little uh, plumber commercial, and they got the Mario typical voices. And he's like, "What's with those accents?" <laughs> and they're playing the the. There was the Mario show that you know they had that same theme song. Um, so they, again, it's just Easter eggs galore, and I think a casual fan will enjoy it. A super fan will have a lot to look at, and of course, this movie's going to do very well. It already has. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be quite a franchise on hand. And the, the beauty of this is, apart from future Super Mario Brothers movies, we now can spin off to, we can do a whole Donkey Kong set of films. I mean, Diddy Kong makes a small cameo, and I would love to see a Donkey Kong Country, you know, film. And then, you know, maybe one day we'll get Zelda, and like, you know, we can maybe one day have a full Super Smash Brothers movie. The, the event everyone's been waiting for for so long. Um, that's the Avengers films of these uh, Nintendo films. But, um, you know, they have a couple of post-credit scenes and there's obviously, you know, some big characters that were left out of this film uh, from Mario, such as uh, Daisy, Wario, Waluigi, Yoshi. There's still plenty of big roles that they could tackle in a sequel. And as as always, you know, Bowser will be back for revenge. So... I think there's plenty of potential for a future. And with the money it's already made, I wouldn't be surprised Illumination announces a sequel any day now um, because it's already made, like, I think it broke so many records, like highest animated opening, all this kind of stuff. It's just crazy. It's a juggernaut. And not surprised. It's a Mario. It's a Mario. Yes, for for sure. I had a great time with this. I thought it was fun. Also, Mm -hmm. one of the strongest parts of this film, have to make a shout out, Ryan Tyler, who is the composer of the music, mm-hmm. he took all the themes that you love from these video games and made a beautiful score where they're extent, you know, they're like extended into these beautiful orchestrations, but put in ways where like you instantly recognize it, but it's like more cinematic. And yeah. I loved how much that I I have to agree with some other uh you know, f- other reviewers that we watch, I wasn't the biggest fan of some of the actual pop songs they put in the film. They felt like filler. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes they had to do like a montage scene to kind of speed things up. And so, yeah, there's a few songs like Take On Me and uh, We Need a Hero. And some of that I was like, we didn't need that. I would prefer more Mario music. Well, know? I think there were better... It, it kind of takes you kind of takes you out of it. I feel like movies like Despicable Me, where it's kind of in the real world, that's fine. But yeah, it did kind of take you out of experience. Plus, it's like there was probably other choices they could have done. I would have probably preferred either maybe an original song or yeah, lean on more of the uh, composed music because yeah, that kind of that 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 did throw me out a so, little bit. Apart from that, and. Charles Martinet, who, of course, has been the voice of Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi, and others for decades now. He is featured in the film as Mario's dad and has a small role. So that was a fun little thing, too. But uh, overall, really enjoyed this film. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I think families are going to love it. 
and I'm excited to see more. So I'm going to give the Super Mario Brothers movie an 8.5 out of 10. Same here. Wahoo! 8.5. And uh, you can check out the Super Mario Brothers movie now in theaters, and you don't have to go through a green pipe. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.